Welcome to podcast number 184 of Quality Christian Living. I am your host, David Friend. We're starting a new series dealing with the topic of faith. Now, I've spoken in the past on various podcasts dealing with miracles and faith and various things that relate to receiving something from God. But this particular series is going to focus 100% on faith. Today's podcast is entitled, How to Have Faith. With that, we're going to pray and ask for God's anointing because I believe this is going to be a very, very special podcast for some people who are struggling having faith. So let's pray. Father, I thank you once again for the opportunity I have to bring this message at this time to those who are listening in. I pray now that your anointing would come down at the Holy Spirit would take control, take complete charge. As we get into this topic of faith, I need your help as much as I ever have before to bring forth a message that will touch people's lives, change their mind and their focus on faith, and give them an understanding that they can have great faith like God's Word has to tell us. So I thank you for that, and I pray that you would bless it and anoint it. I ask the Holy Spirit to take complete control. I submit and yield to you in all these things, and I'll be careful to give you praise for it. Now, in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Before we get started, I just want you to know that this was written, I believe, under the anointing of the Holy Spirit, the notes that I have, my outline that I have when I say it's written, the scriptures I'm going to use, and I believe this is an opportunity for many people to receive greater faith and understanding what it is to walk in faith. Now, you know, many Christians struggle with understanding faith, yet they have faith for many things in life, just normal, everyday faith. By faith, we ride a roller coaster at an amusement park, and we don't have any fear, or sometimes people do have fear in that place. By faith, some go skydiving with faith in their parachute to open up and carry them safely to the ground. By faith, people get married. They expect a wonderful marriage, a healthy marriage, a successful marriage filled with love and hope. They trust in the person without many times even knowing them all that well. You know, I've done a lot of marriage counseling in my life as a pastor for over 20 years, and there was a lot of couples that I met that I wanted to be sure that they understood to ask the big questions of each other. And many times I found out they thought they were ready for marriage, they thought everything was lined up, and during the counseling session that we had, they would start to have questions that they needed to clear up between each other. might be in the area of, of raising children, or even having children, or adopting children. It could have been many times in the area of finances. And so there were times that people delayed their marriage and they were just operating on faith and just kind of hoping and wishing. But hoping and wishing is not really faith. The type of faith that I'm going to talk about today that I'm referring to can be in Christians and also in non-believers alike. For example, the faith I want to address in this podcast is faith in God and in His Word. It's not faith because you feel good about something or faith because you have have a lucky streak going on or maybe you just think that you're due for a blessing. I'm talking about honest-to-goodness faith and trust in God. You see, faith is the foundation for all Christians. The only way we become a Christian is that we have faith to receive Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. Now let's focus on that type of faith. The most commonly quoted scripture on faith is found in Hebrews chapter 11 and verses 1 through 40. Now, I'm not going to read all of these, but I'm going to start off by reading verses 1 through 3 in the New Living Translation of Hebrews chapter 11. And it says here, Faith is the confidence that what we hope for will actually happen. It gives us assurance about things we cannot see. Through their faith, the people in days of old earned a good reputation. By faith, we understand that the entire universe was formed at God's command that what we now see did not come from anything that can be seen. 
You know, Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 1 is known, actually verse 1 through 40, is known as the Hall of Fame in Scripture. For people of faith, it's also known as the Hall of Faith. And in chapter 11, it gives us a list of people with great faith. It talks about the great men and women of God. In verse 7, it says, It was by faith that Noah built a large boat to save his family from the flood. In verse 8, it says, It was by faith that Abraham obeyed when God called him to leave home and go to another land that God would give him as his inheritance. And it goes on and on, giving great examples of faith that men and women have had since God created this earth that we all live on. So we want to get into it a little deeper, and we'll go back and analyze some of those statements in Hebrews chapter 1, 2, and 3 in just a moment. But I want to make a comment right now on Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 6, because this is vital to understand our faith. So let me read that to you once again in the New Living Translation, Hebrews chapter 11 and verse number 6. It says here, and it is impossible to please God without faith. Anyone who wants to come to him must believe that God exists and that he rewards those who sincerely seek him. We need to take a moment and think about that scripture a little bit. It says it is impossible to please God without faith. So there's a scripture in here and we'll read it in the upcoming podcast, if not in today's podcast, and that is that we've got to have faith because we have faith. That's one thing, but works is another part of our faith. And you got to have the two of them together to please God because it says here, anyone who wants to come to him must believe, that's right up front, that God exists. You can't see him. You can't talk to him many times, although some people have. And and that's just the way it is. We believe by faith and trust. And it says here, and that he rewards those who sincerely seek him. So faith is seeking him, someone that you've never seen, that you've never heard an audible voice from. So that's pure faith. And that's the kind of faith that we want to get in our hearts and our minds and our lives. I pray that'll happen to you as we go through this podcast today. I kind of want to do a little study. If I was teaching a Bible lesson in Sunday school or maybe at some school or something I was teaching to, I'd want to read it like this. And I want to give you several translations dealing with Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 1. Let's look at the King James Version. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Now I'm going to be doing an upcoming podcast, an entire podcast on what's substance, and I believe an entire podcast on what is evidence. Now in the New, the Living Bible, not the New Living Translation, I read that earlier, but the Living Bible, it says this. Here's the translation, chapter 11 and verse 1. What is faith? It is the confident assurance that something we want is going to happen. Now we've we've changed into a new level of faith now to understand they're saying the same thing, but in reality it relates to us individually differently. Let me read you the New International Version of Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 1. Now faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. Man, I'm telling you, I'm hoping that this is starting to get into people's hearts, into their minds, and understanding that faith is something that we need to perceive and we need to understand and we need to believe that God wants us to have faith without even seeing Him or hearing Him necessarily with an audible voice. And I'll give you another one. Revised Standard Version says this in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. So now we've gotten a better understanding what faith really is. It talks in many different ways and various versions of what faith is. Let me review those very quickly with you. Now don't forget, the title of this podcast is How to Live by Faith. So I'm spending a little more time on this than I had originally planned, but I think it's very important that we get an understanding of the various trends translations, and that one of them, I believe, will speak to you very, very positively in your life. 
Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1 includes multiple definitions of faith. They all mean the same thing, but multiple ways to describe it. Now, as I discussed, allow these to touch you. Allow the Holy Spirit to help you to receive greater faith as I kind of go through these once again. Faith is, in one of the translations, substance or an evidence, which really is something that people get confused about, but I don't want to go into it right now very much because I'm going to do an entire podcast just on those two topics, but it's substance and evidence. And it's a visual or a visualization, if you will, that faith has substance, that that believing is really having evidence and trusting God. Faith is confident assurance of something that will happen, that it's going to happen. I'm sure growing up, we all thought to ourselves that we were thinking about, I hope this is going to happen, or I know this is going to happen. Like I was watching a football game the other day, and I really was hoping that the team I'm rooting for was going to win. And I kind of had kind of a comfort. I had a little bit of assurance that, you know, they're a better team. The team I like is the one that I want to see win. The team that I want to see win has a better defense. They do. And they have a better offense, and they do. But as I watched the game, it went back and forth and back and forth. And for a while, my team was winning. Then all of a sudden, the other team was winning. And you might be thinking, what does football have to do with faith? Well, it's a process that we go through. So I was kind of, my faith was strong and then maybe weakened a little bit because I thought, well, maybe they won't win. Well, the way the game turned out was my team lost. In the very end of the game, they lost 38 points to 35 points. Now, that doesn't mean I lost my faith, but I certainly did lose my confidence in the team that I like best winning. And faith is kind of like that. Now, it's greater than that because it deals with far greater and more important things than just a football game. But we've got to understand that faith is certainly something that we need to have confidence, assurance of something is going to happen. Faith is also assurance and conviction, one of those translations says, of things not not seen, but absolute conviction that things have not been seen. And then finally, one of those translations also said, faith is being sure of what we hope. Being sure of what we hope. So therefore, what we want or what we hope is something we want to have confidence and assurance that it's going to take place, and that's through faith. Now, I've taught a lot in the past about something I call calling forth those things that are not as though that they are. That is faith. That's a step of faith. It's written in the book of Romans, chapter 4 and verse 17. And the Apostle Paul is describing the relationship that God had with Abraham when Abraham was trying to have faith to become the father of many nations. Him and Sarah couldn't have a child, they thought, but God made it so that they could have a child. Abraham's faith was very strong. He had the assurance. He had the conviction. He had basically believed in this, that it was substance and that there was going to be evidence of it. Now, his wife, Sarah, was struggling with it. And she was kind of like, well, I'm not sure if that's going to happen or not. But she still said, well, we'll, we'll try and see if we can have a child. So one was confident of their faith. The other one was not. But God honored both of them. And they basically had confidence to believe that anyways, we're turning it over to God. That's what Sarah did. She said, well, it's just got to be what God's got to do. So that was a step of faith for both of them. Now, we got to understand that things don't always happen in order that we want it, that things don't happen in our faith and we just pray for it and claim it all the time. It's just going to happen right that moment. But then sometimes it does. Let me give an example of faith and works. Just the other day, just a few days ago, I woke up that day and I my jaw was sore and I looked at my gum and my tooth and I had a swelling in my gum and my tooth was extremely sore. And all day long, I treated it with special things, antibiotic types, not, not antibiotics, but antiseptics, you know, like things that would 
clean your, your the, the germs in your mouth, and I gargled, and I did all the things that I'm supposed to do. And through faith, though, I was still believing that the God was going to do something. But finally, as the day went on, and I went to bed that night, I woke up the next morning, it was still very sore, and it was getting worse. So in the second day, I thought, Lord, I just need to believe in faith. Is this going to happen? I'm going to believe there's a substance that faith is going to take care of this thing. And I reached in my mouth, and this sounds kind of funny, but I grabbed a hold of that tooth, and I put it between my fingers and my gum, and I prayed, in the name of Jesus, I call forth and believe by faith that I'm healed, that you're going to clean this thing up, and I'm going to wake up tomorrow morning, I was going to be completely cured and healed in Jesus' name. I can tell you, I believe that as sure as I'm speaking right now. I had confidence in God. I had my trust in God. I believed he was going to do it. I went to bed that night. It was still sore. Things were terrible, but I woke up the next morning, and that gum had completely healed during the night. The soreness was gone. The swelling was gone, completely healed. Now, I give God credit for that. Some might say, well, it just happened to happen. Well, I don't believe that. I prayed. I asked by faith. Believing. I believe it was substance. I believe I had evidence of it. The evidence was God's word that He said I could be healed, and I was healed. Now, once again, that's not a life or death situation, but it's still a step of faith. And when we believe and have faith, we've got to take steps many days. We've got to believe that God is able. We've got to believe through His Word that says faith is, as the Scripture says I read you, Hebrews 11.1 in the New Living Translation, faith is the confidence that what we hope for, I was hoping for that tooth to be healed, will actually happen. I was believing for that. It gives us assurance about things we cannot see. And I know that we've prayed for things like that before and it didn't happen. I don't know why it happens one time and doesn't happen another time, but I believe as we go through this podcast, this series on faith, we're going to learn a lot about God's Word and how we can have faith to believe. Now let's move on. What are some of the things that we must do about our thought process about having faith? What are some of the things that we must remove from our thought life in order to have proper faith? Well, I'm going to give you a couple of those. I've got three or four steps that I think are worth going over and things that have helped me, and I hope it'll help you. Number one, we need to remove doubt or worry or being anxious. We need to get that out of our mind, get it out of our thought process. And we do that by reading the promises of God in his word. So I'll give you a very common scripture that I've used before, but one, and you've probably heard it before many times, but we've got to believe this word. We can't just read it and hope for it. We've got to read it and believe it and accept it and believe that this word is substance and this word is evidence of things that I've not seen, but things that I'm hoping for. So let's attack worry now and anxiety. And we can read it in Philippians chapter 4 in verse number 6. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank Him for all He has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. Now, I know I've used that scripture before, but I've done 184 podcasts, and so maybe I've used it 10 or 15 times. But they apply to many areas of our life. We've got to remove anxiety and worry and those things and just get them out of our life because God wants us to have peace. It's hard to have faith if you don't have peace. And so when we believe that God is able to do things that we're not capable of doing, then we can walk in peace and not worry about anything. Instead, we can pray about everything. We can tell God what we need, like I did about the tooth, and thank him for all he's done. It says, then you're going to receive that peace. And that peace is something that you can't purchase, you can't buy. You just simply have to believe with faith that God will give you that peace. Now let's move on. Step number two, what we need to do and what we need to remove from our thought life in order to have faith. We need to remove all fear. 
Now, there's a difference between anxiety many times and fear. Anxiety can just have being a little nervous or something, but fear can be something that can just rob you of your health. It can rob you of your faith. It can rob you of your trust in people. So we've got to remove fear from our life. To some, fear may be very difficult to deal with, but we must recognize when fear is coming at us, where does it come from? The source of fear is a spiritual assault by the devil himself. The Bible tells us, that Satan's plan is to kill, to steal, and destroy. He's referring to Christians. And of course, non-believers do keep them from ever receiving a relationship with Jesus. That's his goal also. In 1 Peter chapter 5 and verse 8, it gives us a powerful scripture to help us to deal with fear. Let me repeat that again. In, in 1 Peter chapter 5 and verse 8, in the New Living Translation, it says this. This will help us keep fear out of our life. Stay alert. Watch out for your great enemy. That's the devil, folks. It says here, the devil, he prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. It says here in verse 9, stand firm against him and be strong in your, what? In your faith. So therefore, faith will remove fear from your life. Remember that your Christian brothers and sisters all over the world are going through the same kind of suffering that you are. We're all going through challenges. We're all going through trials. I've had my share of trials in life, and I'm sure that you have too. I've experienced several cases of cancer in my life. Two of them could be life-threatening. One was completely incurable according to the doctor, but now I walk in faith believe that I'm healed because they can't find any example of it or any source of it at all. But we've got to believe that we understand that God is in charge and he's, he's going to control these things on my life. He's going to take care of me, but I got to trust him first. The thing about fear is it's easy to understand where the source of all fear comes from. I said something like that earlier in it, but let me kind of clear that up a little bit. You see, the source of fear is the devil himself. So when you've got anxiety, you've got fear in your life, it's easy to understand it's the devil coming after you. So therefore, you come up against him in the name of Jesus and say, you have no place in my life. I take authority over you in the name of Jesus, and I cast you out of my thought process and out of my mind in Jesus' name. Not in your own power now, but in the name of Jesus. And you can take authority over him. Jesus told us that, that we can have that authority to command the devil to leave us alone and to keep away from us. And when we do that, we can walk in peace. We can walk in assurance and have the faith that we need and get fear out of our life. Okay, here's number three in my steps, if you will, to remove certain thoughts that robs us of having faith. Number three, remove any questions in your mind about God's ability to increase our faith. You see, we know that nothing is impossible with God, so therefore it's possible that God can give us greater faith if we seek him for it. The Bible tells us that we have a measure of faith. So let me read a scripture, I think, that'll help you to understand that God is not limited in his ability to bring more faith into our life. You know, before I read this scripture, it's interesting to think that when I read these scriptures, you've got to have faith to believe that what I'm reading is true. So you've got to have faith that God wrote these scriptures. They were inspired by the Holy Spirit. And you can only receive that faith when you seek God and desire to have a greater walk in faith with Him. So in Romans chapter 12 and verse number four. It's at the end of verse four. It says, well, first of all, it says, let me read three. Let me just go back and read three. Because of the privilege and authority God has given me, Paul speaking here, I give each of you this warning. Don't think you are better than you really are. Be honest in your evaluation of yourselves, measuring yourselves by the faith God has given us. So therefore, God gives us faith. It's a gift and he wants us to have greater faith. And we've got to believe that the source of our faith comes from God the Father. 
the step four in this, I think, is a little bit different than what we must remove. It's something we must have in our thought life in order to have faith. And it goes this way. Faith is the tool God uses to bring salvation to us. You see, wouldn't even we wouldn't even be believers in Jesus Christ. We wouldn't believe in his word. We wouldn't be listening to podcasts if we didn't have at least some measure of faith to trust God and believe that there's something here in his word for us and that God uses faith as a tool to bring salvation to us when we receive Jesus Christ in our Lord and Savior. We did it by our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and in his word, and many times by someone witnessing to us or we're listening to some message on faith or how to become a follower of Jesus Christ. Now, faith comes from God as a gift, and that's found in Ephesians chapter 2 and verses 8 and 9. I'm going to read that to you in the New Living Translation. Once again, Ephesians chapter 2 verses 8 and 9. God saved you by his grace when you believe. And you can't take credit for this. It is a gift from God. Salvation is not a reward for the good things we have done, so none of us can boast about it, for we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus, so we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. Now, there's the gift. God gives us the gift of faith. And if he gives us a gift of faith, we can draw closer to him, learn more about what it is to walk in faith and believe in faith and have trust in God and have the faith that we need. And our faith can grow. I'm going to be doing a podcast in upcoming weeks about how to have greater faith, how to have more powerful faith. And maybe I'll do it in the next podcast. I don't know. I'll wait and see what the Holy Spirit has for me. But I think it's important we understand that all this faith comes as a gift from God. It's not earned by works. The gift of faith cannot be purchased with financial gifts to your church. Faith is a gift. Now, through grace from God, we receive that gift of faith. I hope this is good for you. I just hope that you'll stay with me through the next few podcasts in this series. It could turn out to be a 10 or 12 podcast series, and it might be 20 or more. I don't know, but I want the Holy Spirit to take me through it as far as he wants me to go and to be able to help people receive greater faith. I promise you that if you claim God's promises about faith. He will reward you with faith and even greater faith. A measure of faith you receive and then it will go forward and increase and gain. And I hope that you'll stay with me on that. So before I close this podcast, I want you to think about what need or dream you have, but you need greater faith to receive that dream or that need that you have. I I really want you to think about that. I want you to put that in your mind right now. Whatever that dream or that need you have, it might be a physical need, it might be a financial need, it might be a relationship need, it may be a dream that you have to start a business, it may be a dream that you have to get married and find someone you'll spend the rest of your life with, it might be a need to have children in your your marriage, whatever it might be, I want you to think about that as I pray, because I want you to believe through faith that God is going to bring that into your life, and we're going to call it forth with you. So I'm going to pray for you as I close out this podcast. Father, as we bring our needs to you, Father, there's something in my heart, Father, that I want to see happen. I have a dream, Lord, for a prayer chapel to be built on our facilities there. We built a lot of buildings and did a lot of wonderful things, but we just did not complete that one thing that I want to have, and that was a separate prayer chapel and wedding chapel. So I'm believing for that, and I call it forth, and I see it as if it's already sitting out there, and I receive that and believe it. And now, Father, I pray for those who have other needs, various needs. They, they may be things that I've mentioned 
earlier, Father, but whatever it might be, I pray that by faith they would step out in faith and that they would call forth that thing, that dream, that need that they have. Call forth and believe for it as though that it is already happening. And Lord, as they go through circumstances and child challenges in their life, these trials that happen to each and every one of us, Lord, they'll not lose that faith. That faith will not be weakened. That faith will be strong, Lord. And they'll not have doubt or have any anxieties about their, their dream or their faith increasing, Father. They'll remove fear from their life by reading your word and trusting in your word, Father. And that they'll remove any questions in their mind or thought, if they have any, about whether you have the ability to bring that increase or that blessing or that faith or that miracle, Father, they need in their life. I believe that for all those who are listening in today. And Father, right now, whatever they're doing, whether they're riding a bike or walking down the street or sitting at home in a study or wherever it might be, Lord, that their faith would expand and that you would increase their faith to believe and to receive it, Father, in the name of Jesus. I thank you, God, for what you're about to do. I know that you've got great plans for their lives. And I pray, Lord, that people will see a a confidence in their faith, not in themselves, but in you, Lord. And they'll pray with boldness, Father, faith to believe that all things are possible with an almighty God, an omnipotent God, an omnipresent God who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above and beyond anything we can imagine or even think. And I'll thank you for that now. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, I'm like I said before, I hope this was a blessing to you and it's something of value. I would like to encourage you if you'd like to know more about quality Christian living, you could go to my website at davidcfriendauthor.com. And when you pull that website up, you'll find a reference there to the books that I've written. I've written a number of books, some on, one on faith called Receive Everything from What People Call Nothing, another book there on generosity, another book on how to get out of debt, a book on how to experience a greater walk of faith and believe for things that that are not as though that they already are. And some other things I've written in addition to that, there's a link on my webpage to the podcast that I've done. So you can just click that link and you can dial yourself into the 184 is at this point in time, number of podcasts that we have done. There've been podcasts dealing with the gifts of the spirit, the manifestations of the spirit, how to profit in all things and be in good health. And a number of topics we've talked about. I hope it'll be a blessing to you. And I believe the Lord will use and has used those podcasts to help people in many areas of their life. Quality Christian Living is a podcast designed to help Christians live a, quite frankly, a quality life, a quality Christian life, the abundant life, a life filled with joy and happiness and peace and walking and living in the promises of God. So that's why we're doing it and that's why it's entitled Quality Christian Living. In addition to that, if you would like to subscribe to my podcast, you can do that by going to cpnshows.com or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Now this will end today's podcast, but let me give you a couple comments about what's coming up on this series. The following podcasts that I've been working on have titles such as Abundant Faith or What is Faith or Giving Takes Faith. There's one I'm going to be doing that the Lord's willing to do to have me do this one that we are called People of Faith. We're going to talk about what substance is and what the evidence of things not seen, what that means. And so we have a quite a lengthy list of topics. I believe the more I think about it and as I've prayed about this, that our next podcast will be entitled simply Greater Faith. I really think that's where we're going to go. So with that, let me just thank you once again for listening in to these podcasts. And as we continue them, you might want to invite your family or friends and those at your church just from time to time to listen into these podcasts. I believe that it will bless them. And I know this particular series on faith 
is going to be something that's going to change people's lives. I just truly believe that. In the next podcast, we're going to talk about the strength that faith should play in our life, that faith is everything to followers of Jesus Christ. It's the foundation for our entire walk with God. There are things in faith that can help us overcome any obstacle that we face in life. And as we grow in our faith, we can help other people with their faith. I remember a man that I was trying to help have some greater faith and a greater experience and trust that God can give him greater faith than he had. And he came down with a very serious illness. And through that illness, he has developed an incredible strength, incredible faith, and I believe and trust in God. And God has done some amazing things in this illness that he's going through. And I just give God all the glory and all the honor and all the credit for it. Because with faith, we can handle anything. We can face anything with, with greater faith. So I hope that you'll gain some confidence in this teaching on faith. And I just want to close by encouraging you to get your Bible out. And as we get into these podcasts, write these scriptures down and learn to live by these scriptures because God saved you. Remember what it said in Ephesians, God saved you by his grace when you believed. And you can't take that great credit for this. You don't get credit for doing that. You can't earn your, your salvation. It's a gift from God. Salvation is not rewarded to those for good things that they've done. So none of us can boast about it. So remember that and claim that and walk in that. So with that, I'd like to close with this statement. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you. May he be gracious to you and give you peace. May you prosper and be in good health even as your soul prospers. So until next time, may God richly bless you and you may you receive faith, the faith that you've always dreamed of and you'll see your dreams and your needs be taken care of by the power that works inside of you. Thank you once again for listening to Quality Christian Living.